0: Good morning my name is alex preston i am your online campus pastor and i want to welcome you uh, to the online campus if this is your first time watching or you've been tuning in uh, for a while now i am thankful that you guys are popping on Uh, especially for Demendi and nicole if you guys are watching love you guys Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, week in and week out i do this for people like you uh, again, we have the lights, we have the setup, uh, but that means nothing if you guys aren't being impacted. And so I, I pray this—if this does, this message comes across and you encounter God in a new way, or you encounter Him for the first time. Uh, this is why we put the effort into doing uh, what we do. And ultimately, I want to be able to connect with you because as fun as talking to a camera is, <laughs> I want to—I want to talk with you and conversate with you. And so what you could do for me is email me at pastoralex at I would love to either hear if you need prayer, um, if you've given your life to Christ, uh, whatever it is, just reach out to me. If you have any questions, reach out to me at pastoralex at I would love to connect with you. Uh, guys I'm not gonna lie writing this message was pretty difficult and there's a lot of second guessing that took place with it uh, first I had a message that I thought I was gonna be talking about God said scrap that um, and it was when I was listening to the audiobook uh, of the Bible in my car and it was like I I feel like it was really heavily that I was supposed to speak uh, on this and so here we are I wrote it two days ago um, but I'm very confident and and uh, this is what I was supposed to be uh, communicating. And uh, before I get into this message, I'm going to play a video because I think it really encapsulates the whole message. So check this out. So, uh, me being random, I could have just played that and had nothing to do with the message just because I'm a weirdo. Uh, but no, it does have something to do with the message. I just love, I, I don't know why that video cracks me up just how freaked out the kid is. And to us, we can laugh at that because it's like, oh, it's like a short little jump or whatever. Like, why is he freaking out so much? Or why isn't he like letting go? Like just jump. from our perspective. And so it's cute. And it's funny. uh, But I I really relate to that. The overthinking and the unnecessary fear. That is something that I relate to. Um, What are you guys afraid of? For me, I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of roller coasters. Um, And I guess it'd be I don't know why At first I don't like the pit in my stomach when you drop. And yes, I get uh, Alex, why are you scared of, of roller coasters? Uh, technically, the mechanics are all set up in this way and it's, it's scientifically proven it could hold 11 elephants. Um, it's, been, it's been done a thousand times before. Yes, I'm, I'm aware of all of that stuff. But the 99.9% chance it won't happen, I could be the .01 chance it could happen. And what if the handlebars fly off and I go straight off the roller coaster uh, to my death? Or, or what if I, uh, I don't know, what if the thing snap, what if I get struck by lightning uh, and the thing just falls apart? Uh, this is what goes through my mind. I don't know, but when you're up in the air like that and you're that like high up and only a harness is, is securing you, it's really freaky. And yes, I get that I'm a Christian, Uh, and if I die, go to heaven, but that's a, oh my goodness, like that, that's a, that's a freaky way to die. I remember literally, if this is off on a tangent, but when I first like gave my life to Christ, when I was like a kid, you just raise your hand every time. But I remember going up to the altar for prayer at a kid's camp. And I still remember I was probably like second grade. I was so afraid, like I loved Jesus, but I didn't want to go to heaven. And I remember praying for courage because of like the rapture, if I would get like sent up when I died, like my ghost or whatever, um, I was so scared of that. And so I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't want to get raptured and I don't want to go to heaven because I'm scared of the heights. That's how, that's how bad it, it, it is for me. Heights and roller coasters is not something that I do. Um, but I feel like I was thinking about our fears. And I was thinking, um, again, what I I did right there was it was called catastrophic thinking. And catastrophic thinking can be defined as ruminating about irrational worst case outcomes. It can increase anxiety and prevent people from taking action in a situation where action is required. And so again, I end up not just with heights or maybe social anxieties or different things or even like wanting to be excellent even at work where I become paralyzed into taking a step because I don't feel like I'm, I'm good enough. And so these other like social anxieties and pressures and different things that aren't just tied to fear, I end up just I, in my own life where I feel like I am just uh, frozen and paralyzed where action is, is required because I'm thinking worst case scenario or thinking about failure or pain that that could eventually cause. And that's ultimately what the devil wants. Uh, he wants to disengage you. He understands that he can't defeat you uh, if you know the access you have to the power of God. And so what he can do is make you busy or he can disengage you into, and you're paralyzed You're on earth. So you're rendered unaffected. Um, and that's what I want to talk about to, today because there's a lot of conquerors that are watching on this screen. and But you don't know it. You've been getting sucker punched uh, by the devil with worrying and things just in your head, and your thoughts uh, are just dominating your thinking and 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 causing you almost to be paralyzed or just disengaged. Um, and that's that's something that I've struggled with, and I want you to know that that's when I when I wrote this message, a lot of it I struggle with uh, today. I, I struggle with a lot of this, the the overthinking and the the paralysis that comes with that. So this is what I'm talking about today, is anxiety. And again, I'm no expert, so I, I looked this up on what it talks about on, on Google. Now, obviously, I know it's more complicated than this, but just bear with me. Anxiety disorders are characterized by a variety of symptoms. One of the most common is excessive and intrusive worrying that disrupts daily function. I'm obviously no expert, again, I wanna reiterate this, Uh, So I looked up commonly, uh, common causes of anxiety. And this is obvious, Uh, stress at work, financial stress, stress from global occurrences or political issues, stress from just unpredictable events. Um, And I can, when I go through this message, I, I, I don't want you to think that I'm making it simple. And I don't want you to think that I'm being calloused. And I don't want you to think that I'm just that pastor that's Pray about it, and it'll be good, because I know mental health and, and disorders are no joke. Um, I, some of my closest people in my life uh, have struggled with it, and this is where my heart comes from, and I've struggled with it, matter of fact. I've been in some of the l- most lonely, just terrible places where I was just literally, it was me and my thoughts. And, and matter of fact, it's still, I still come across that, where, it's like you you know the remedy and people that I've talked to, and even in my own experience, that's not as severe, I'm sure, as yours. Um, where it's like you know what to do. But you're but the step to take that, you're 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 paralyzed in even making that step. And so you're just kind of feel like you're render you're rendered just like helpless. You can't you want to, but you don't because of the procrastination and the fear of what people will think or you're just so deep in your head on the what ifs and this this catastrophic thinking begins to take place um, that you render just helpless. My heart is not to make it simple or or to sound like a callous pastor that just says pray it away. Um, But my heart is is for you guys to find a God that wants to take it from you and that robbed you uh, 2000 years ago and wants you to rest in his arms and cast your cares onto him, a burden that he carried that you were never meant to carry. He wants it and, and there's there's a solution for this. Uh, and I want you to understand my heart before we begin this message. So the passage that sparked all of this was found in Matthew 6, 25 through 34. So if you guys can open that and read that with me, I would really appreciate it. Um, It starts like this this is that is why i tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing look at the birds uh they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are can all your worries add a single moment to your life i need to put that on my wallpaper What dominates your thoughts? If you're a believer, what dominates your your thoughts? Is it the kingdom of God? Is it understanding the character and power and and trying to to pursue him with all your heart? I mean, you don't got to give like the fake Christianese answer. Uh, This last season really like tested where we were with trusting God. And that's not a bad thing it's not me coming down on you sometimes we need a little hip check to understand wow i thought i trusted him but this was this was a little bit too much i mean this last season we had um we had covid19 we had uh racial tensions uh we had riots we had uh, the the government like overturn and who's gonna be in office we had overwhelming amounts of conspiracy there's just been so many what ifs and is this going to happen and we're stockpiling food and and toilet paper and what if what if what if what if what if and it made me like understand even more how us americans for so long we we experience prosperity on such a regular day basis as christians this is american christians and how we think we don't really experience a ton of opposition compared to the rest of the world. And so when something like this happens, we are just thrown through a loop. God, where are you at? I I thought you were sovereign in it all. Uh, It's because as Americans, we we associate, and I've talked about this before, we associate comfort with God's uh, presence, that if everything is in order, God is in it. Uh, But a lot of times that's not the case and actually matter of fact third world countries they don't have an issue of this Uh, like you know the the conversation of why do bad things happen to good people this is not even a conversation for people in third world countries i remember doing like a little little podcast and, and then kind of studying up on it more and it's actually because they experience it so frequently it's just they understand that it's a part of life and they don't blame God for it. This is just what happens in life. And actually, God is their only hope to get out of it. And so people's faith is so much greater in third world countries and where they have to rely on God because they can't rely on themselves. And so what I'd have to ask you with this last season and what it revealed is, do we have a case-by-case trust? Do we have a case-by-case trust in God? You know, it's easy to trust in God uh, when we're in control. And we can say, God, I trust you. Oh my goodness, Jesus, if this were to happen, I know I trust you. And it's it's the what if and we're creating scenarios in our head and we can say that now, but when it actually happens, where is our trust? Because as Americans, we can conjure up the resources and uh, be our be on our own throne and because we're we're so good at it, and and having control of our calendar, uh, control of our finances. Uh, we're very good at that. Um, but what happens when everything is just swept from under us and we really have no choice but to lean on God and we're brought to the end of ourselves? Will we trust him then? Or is it a case-by-case trust where we blame him when things are going bad, but we don't give him credit when things are going good? Uh, and we, what, is our, what does our trust look like? I think this last season really... Revealed that, damn. And God, why didn't you keep me perfect in this little bubble? God, why I'm following you? Why are you bringing about pain? God, why is this? Why are you letting this happen? That doesn't make sense. I thought, you're supposed to have control of all this. Ironically, um, it was those moments that produced depth in my life, uh, in my relationship with God, and where I see Him in a different manner. uh, Like, If it weren't for those times i wouldn't have the i do today i wouldn't i wouldn't have the same view of understanding how good he is my my relationship wouldn't be that deep if it weren't for those times where i had to go through the valley and i was brought to the end of myself where it was just me and him and you think about this with your best friends why are they your best friends because they've been through you with through thick and thin that even at your lowest point they were there They seen you at your worst and they were there the same way with God. God wants to walk you through it. God wants to be your teammate in this and be a friend and be your father. He he wants to walk you through this. And guys, God is so, so, so good. He is so good. But if it weren't, I want to reiterate this, if it weren't for the trials, that I had gone through, I don't think I would have that perspective. He is so good. For whatever reason, I think it's because of the upside-down kingdom. You see a lot of the heroes of the faith before um, they they experienced incredible pain before they had the promise. Uh, You see this all throughout the Bible. Just a few are David and King David, where he was anointed king, and then he was on the run for his life from a murderous King Saul who wanted to wanted to take David out, take him out of the equation where David was hiding in caves in fear of his life. Like, how does that make sense? God, I'm anointed King. What are you doing? Uh, Then Abraham is supposed to be a father of many nations. And um, then he's, he's on the road and he's homeless. Uh, Then you have the chosen people, the Israelites, they just get freed from, from Egypt after God had put all these plagues on the people of Israel. Um, Egypt and and freed his people and opened the Red Sea and did all these miracles and then they're wandering in the desert for 40 years and the grumbling and God why are you why are you doing this and finally our Savior on the cross where even he asked God is there another way our Savior uh, Jesus Christ asked God if there's another way see it's easy to follow when it makes sense logically But God wants your trust past understanding because that kind of trust produces an incredibly deep relationship and indescribable peace that come what may my God has already worked it out. I'm talking about pain a lot today because that's where the fear stems from. Uh, But this is ultimately what I want to talk about where we don't understand logically. uh, But that's where God wants you. Because when you face trials moving on, you're, it's almost like you're, you're upgraded, okay, to the next level. Now we can handle this. Do you trust me, Alex? Uh, you saw what I brought you through before. Do you trust me? You know that I'm, you saw what I did before. And Yes, God, I know you're good. Okay, I don't like this. I don't know why you're asking me to do this, but I trust you. One of the things that really gave me peace is when there's a speaker that came in, uh, Malcolm Burley actually, at first week, and he talked about how God doesn't op- operate linearly. Um, point A to point B, God doesn't operate in our construct of time. It's, he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's at the beginning, and he's at the end. And that is such a crazy thought, because if we really do believe that, God already wrote our story. He, he's outside our concept Of time but he chooses to walk through it with us encouraging us knowing that uh, what tomorrow already holds so what a what an incredible amount of confidence that that must like raise for me at least i'm like god i don't know what's going to happen but i know that if i trust you and that your plans for me are to prosper how can i lose i'm i'm always going to have your presence at the end at the beginning you are always there and you're always going to be there with me so how can i lose Now I close with this, and it's a conversation that I had with someone near and dear to my heart. Um, And they were going through this, this anxiety and this crippling, like just thinking. Um, And I remember them being so frustrated um, with God, but they had such a weird view of God. They thought they were doing something wrong, because their view of him uh, was they had to do in order to receive. And so they went to church, and they were praying, and they were listening to worship music, but the thoughts were still just consuming their mind and they felt like they didn't feel his presence. Um, I mean, I remember them, like their, their anxiety was triggered. And what they had told me, uh, was she, they just felt like people were all just going to leave. And, uh, Because she had family members and relationships and 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 things in work, everything just kind of was unstable and it was all changing and it was she was they were having fear of the unknown. Um, God is we we put an unrealistic expectation um, on people and things um, that are all bound to fail. People will fail you, pastors will fail you. Your job will fail you. The government is going to fail you. Your health will fail you. But God will never fail you. He'll never back out on his promises. He'll never leave you. If you don't feel his presence, that doesn't mean he's not there. He's always been there. He'll always be there. And he's never going to change that. There's nothing that you could do that would separate his presence from you. He makes it so simple. And he wants to take the burden that that you were never meant to carry in the first place he wants you to rest in his arms and and all the pain that you're worried about and and people leaving or a job that you're so you're you're worried about your finances you're worried about your kids and them coming to christ and so you're, you're 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 struggling with that thinking you're a bad parent you're struggling with your health and maybe you're You're you're, you're dealing with with health complications, and you're scared about that, and you're worried, and God, do you have it handled? Uh, God, I'm I'm having an overwhelming uh, thinking. There's there's so many thoughts. God, why wouldn't you just take it away? Um, Just because he is there with you, and he's going through it with you. He is not left, and the pain that you experience doesn't mean an absence from his presence. He is there you can escape his presence and but when you understand that god is good and god has already written your story and he knows your tomorrow and he walks with you it produces a confidence where come what may i have my god my god is good And, and and this this thing meant for my destruction it can't happen because i win regardless i can never escape his presence there's nothing that you can do that 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 i lose I think of it like, as, as we're facing all these different trials, like a trust fall, we're on that ladder and in our, the human part of us, uh, he's already caught us, they've already caught us once on the trust fall, uh, but you look back and as you gain height, you're looking back and you're like, do you got me? Do you, God, do you got me? Are you sure this time? This is a big fall. If I fall, I'm really getting hurt this time. It's not just a bumped, bumped back. God, do you got me? Every time you fall, he's always there to catch you in his arms where you can find peace, where you can find rest. Can I pray for you? God, I thank you for everybody watching on the other side of that screen god i pray that you would give them peace of mind in the name of jesus god i plead the blood of jesus over them right now god and their thoughts that consume them the worry the fear of pain god i pray that they would know that whatever they go through they can't escape your presence and that you're there to walk them through their pain no matter what it looks like your presence doesn't change people will fail Uh, but you never do, God, would you give them a confidence and understanding they have access to your presence and your power, whatever they may face, God, and would they rest in you? God, I pray this in your holy name. Amen.